0: From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning. Focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio.
1: That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Radio Hour. And uh, thanks to everyone who has helped us along the way all these 24 years so far. And uh, uh, especially you, the listeners, and our wonderful guests, speaking of which... Julie Sly, the editor of the Catholic Herald magazine, the beautiful Catholic Herald magazine. I have one. <laughs> Ooh, it is still warm to the touch. It's hot <laughs> off the press.
0: I don't think it's ever warm to the touch. Yeah, when it? they
1: say hot off the press, was oh, that ever? Was well, that they used true? to use hot lead, I think, didn't oh, they? Oh, hey. Okay years yeah. ago so i guess things really were That's before
0: hot, i was born hot off the press <laughs> and i only only had to own the printer a few times in if, different if, places if, if well no of one course had, you weren't then you've been at the enterprise so would you see it come off all yes, the time yes oh, oh in fact
1: the, the the initially when i started the the building was very small and it was the entire operation including oh, I'm sure. the press room <laughs> yeah and when the, the a bell would ring, it was an afternoon paper, so it got oh. printed around noon, oh. and a bell would ring when the press was going to start. And it was oh, like, wow. we were all like Pavlov's dogs, you know, and we'd <laughs> we all have to, we just look through the little door into the press room, and this thing sounded like a freight train. Oh, I'm sure. And yeah. just to see it going was just these yeah. big rolls huge. of newsprint, must I don't know, must weigh a ton or something, Yeah. Uh, that were just huge. Everybody in the press room looked like an offensive lineman for the Green Bay oh, they Packers. Oh, they'd have to, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and
0: then wouldn't they have to take showers and stuff oh, yeah, like immediately because, after? Yeah, cause, yeah, all that ink Or what and, would they be wearing, like equipment to cover themselves? Oh, yeah, and, and yeah.
1: you never ever wanted to have a loose piece of clothing because it could get caught in the press. Oh, I'm sure, you yeah, know, and then and you'd be in the press. You would literally be in the paper. Yeah. <laughs> <You would>. Gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, it, and if, if you've never, and I don't know, I'm sure there's still presses like that. I'm, yeah. They're more sophisticated. But they're all digital and, yeah. yeah. And they're probably not quite as dramatic, quite as No, no, and, I may
0: not, no, they couldn't be as loud and all that. I not, haven't been touring a printer for several years. I remember but, yeah.
1: we would give Girl Scout tours and Boy Scout tours. Oh, and, you would? Oh, I'm and, sure. And, you know, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, any, anyway. Yeah.
0: The good like, old so days. The good old days.
1: And now we, we're looking, and of course the Catholic Herald was a uh, new oh,
0: print. Actually, I think in our old, old building before my time, which is torn down now on Newman Court, um, I think actually Herald Printing, which I'm not if they're sure if they're still around in Elk Grove or not, um, they well actually built. were in that building. Oh, wow. And there was, I remember the other side in the building, there was a shower there and everything because they had to provide a shower for the people running the press and and all of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So things have changed a lot. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, I started really working full-time. Well, part-time, like, well, actually in high school. But, I mean, little things like, you know, doing sports scores and stuff like that. Um, But, yeah, I think... um, Whoever thought we'd be doing digital and all this stuff and layouts and you know it
1: all came sending out back
0: PDFs and writing little notes on them with our changes? Yeah, well,
1: yeah. And, and you know the the big thing you know people think well digital has hurt the print product in in terms of circulation and, and indeed it has, but what really hurt newspapers at least and you see newspapers closing day after day. Yes, is they lost tremendous number of of ads especially classified ads and you think you know the the lost cat or handyman needed ads the little tiny ads that didn't cost very much how could that be a lifeblood of a newspaper but there were yeah. pages of them oh yeah if you look put,
0: at apartments huh? yeah. remember how you yeah. would always yeah. own the classified oh. if you were looking or for jo- an apartment uh,
1: an apartment or a job or a used car oh yeah or, and those all added up because oh you they weren't pages
0: and pages that yeah. you looked at. Twenty-five and years almost ago, almost
1: overnight, lost those to Craigslist and, yes. and et cetera. So that was yeah. that was uh, uh, that was a, that was where the blow first started. Right. You know? Right. And then you lose. Uh, like a, you take a a restaurant that only has so much of an ad budget. Sure. And and now they're doing some of it online and some of it in print. Right. And. So, but they haven't expanded their budgets to yeah. include both. So.
0: Well, someone was just telling me actually earlier today in a conversation I had with someone that um, really like there's no um, uh, there's no media credentials anymore. Yeah, right. Not that right. I ever. We used to make our own media credentials, or maybe I had one when I first moved here in 1988 to be able to. You know, into the capital or something like that there used to be
1: license but, plates that you could apply for
0: oh was it's, there they, they'd say i remember wasn't there a them. capital media horror thing yeah. badge mm-hmm. like approved by the sheriff or right yeah now i think um i was told if you go to something to hover if you just say i'm with the media you even if you're just like doing a blog or something right. online you have to be You have to be let in or something. We used to
1: annually get a pass uh, that was issued by the Highway Patrol? Yeah, Uh, that uh, was
0: it. The CHP issued them. I remember that now. You
1: could kind of show it. Like if you, uh, maybe you're a breaking news reporter and you're chasing an ambulance, you know, kind of thing. I'm, for want of a better term, but uh, you go out on a fire call or an accident call. And uh, you'll still see it on TV news a lot. And, and you'd have that something from that was issued by the Highway Patrol that yes. let people know. That it didn't mean you could go right up to them, but they. No, y- y- but to
0: the police line or exactly. something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a really a changing world and it's hard to, um, you know, I would, whether you read a lot of news sources or not, you have to be um, judicious, I guess, yeah. in judging the what's what's fat and what's not fat that's that's
1: that's the hardest part there used to be i know uh, bashing the press has always been fashionable but but i i have i have never in my experience in many decades as a journalist run into another journalist that i felt was fudging the news Mm-hmm. Or not reporting the news. I mean, certainly, columnists have a slant. There's no, there's no question. Sure, uh, major newspapers, in the history of this country, uh, they were started to to hammer home a point of view. But right. it, it didn't generally. I mean, the rules were. Well, basically there was a
0: real watchdog role. Exactly,
1: and and certainly um, editorially, you might say. Well, they would. They do. They say, please vote for so and so. Sure, you know, and here's why you should vote for so and so. So they are slanted that way, yeah. but it shouldn't show up in the in the news product of, as to how you cover stories. So, um, and I, I and and most journalists are, are they, they really hew to that. Now, I'm a columnist, so I, I I'm allowed to express my opinion. Yes, and if I say. You know, I like strawberry ice cream. Well,
0: that's my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, actually, too. I mean, even since most of my career has been in the Catholic press, that's really changed over time too. And you we are have trained, many
1: different. You were trained to be in the Catholic press. Yes, right?
0: I mean that's uh-huh.
1: uh, you. You your degrees are in that field. Uh,
0: yes. Well, especially my graduate degree mm-hmm. from Marquette University. I was in the program for. Uh, that they had there for Catholic journalists, so how you weren't any near that. Mat-
1: vary from a normal J school. Well,
0: um, first of all, Mark had, had trained a lot of people that worked in the Catholic press. Also, um, in the graduate and undergraduate programs, you would choose to um, kind of do a minor in religious studies or uh-huh. theology. I did that course, at Mark Santa Clara School. Too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And um, actually, I did that in my undergrad at Santa Clara. Mm -hmm. I took a lot of religious studies, not knowing for sure I was going to do that. I just had an interest. You know, maybe like, you know, I could have taken classes in sociology or something as my kind of a minor. But, um, yeah, I was very fortunate. And uh, I choose kind of what speciality, just like if you wanted to be a science writer. Right. One of the um, deficiencies right now, I think, with newspapers is we don't have any more specialty writers well, for the know, most it's, part. It's interesting. We you, don't you, have an environmental science writer. Right. There hasn't been a religion reporter at many the only specialty daily newspapers writers, for a long time.
1: Yeah, the only specialty writers now. Or in the sports section. You know, uh, or, that's or true. you know yeah. maybe, or, or maybe the food section. You may have one food editor Perhaps, or something like, like that. A food critic. But you're right. You know, uh, I mean We I re- don't
0: have any more music. No. Remember, remember when local sac- papers would have theater music oh,
1: critics. critics. Now now they're they're freelancers if they do it. Right. And there's with,
0: still someone I believe at San Francisco Chronicle.
1: There used to be a whole cadre of of people who were religion music
0: editors. pop writers. Well, there's Religion News Writers Association.
1: Yeah, I remember. I don't when know the, how the many bee had a, a religion writer. Uh, yes, several. several yes, Bill
0: Lindelof, Jennifer Ayres, many people.
1: Right, and uh, uh, the Orlando Sentinel apparently had some real excellent uh, uh, religion writers, and of course the New York Times and all those would have, you know, more than one. And and I can't think of anybody now. Who is specific at, at, at a secular press, who is a strictly a religion writer?
0: Uh, there has been someone at the Washington Post. I'm not sure if she's mm-hmm. still there or not. I believe, Michelle. No, Ross Duhat at
1: the, at the Times does write about religion. Yes. But and he's, and not, he's, he's a not columnist. In, he's a columnist, and he's not yeah. in there every day. And
0: um, the sad part about that is. Um, well, a lot of reporters are sent to cover so many topics now. Right. I would have to consider myself very fortunate as a, uh, yeah. you know, actually as an athlete journalist, sometimes I think I have it harder because um, I have might have to write on health care one day, immigration another day, sure. um, end-of-life ethics another time. Uh, yesterday I was out, as I told you, in, in Rio Vista interviewing one of our um, – a uh, Atlet family who's been doing ranching mm-hmm. and livestock for four generations now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of a city girl, so I don't own the ranch too much. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know a sheep. <laughs> and from I a wouldn't cow. recommend <laughs> doing
0: it in thirty miles an hour and forty five degrees. I was freezing. Well, but uh, One experience is. for me. To eat yeah. this hot to um one of our deacon aspirants actually will be in the next issue in the magazine. Ryan Mahoney had a great interview with him. And very interesting. And he's a religious studies major from Saint Mary's. Oh wow. In farming. Informing. so wait for it can't okay. tell you anymore
1: <laughs> okay we'll, we'll wait for the next edition but um
0: i'm saying i cover a lot of topics from the perspective of faith sure but you know i'm not an expert i have become over time an expert not an expert but have enough knowledge in some of these things sure. but when you have someone who's the religion reporter or whatever they're in a really uh, not that other people don't But I'm just saying they become an expert in their field. Yes. For instance, if you were a religion reporter, you have to know about Judaism. You have to know about all the different uh, faiths or um, get out there and talk to someone who is an expert. Yeah. I don't see that being done a whole lot anymore. Very little. Yeah. I mean, we do have some investigative journalists, and that's great. But um, I I think there was something great about having a a regular science or religion writer or health care writer or whatever. And now, you know, these young journalists, they have to do it all.
1: Even take photos.
0: Even take photos, take video. video. And um, it's not – they they have to be multifaceted.
1: I was one of those fortunate people that uh, the – shots I would turn in were so bad that they relie- they, relie- they <laughs> relieve they relieved me of that duty.
0: <laughs> good enough for websites usually. <laughs> Those are mine. Yeah. Uh, although I you know I took some pretty decent I'm gonna post some from my from my iPhone that I took yesterday. That's just amazing. alerting it's... our readers about some of the stories coming up. But um, you know, iPhones, you can take photos with you take, iPhones, you take videos, good photos, whatever. Yeah. Um, but there was something about having someone who was knowledgeable and in-depth right. in their area. And, um, you know, I think they gave uh, most organizations a fair shake yeah. in reporting on them. I see a lot of stories being done now. Um, and I'm not blaming the reporter as I know they have a lot of pressure on them to turn around stories fast and, fast. and that. So I'm not, you know throwing blame out there but i see errors and i see sources not being way more way, to, way more errors you than know there were yeah because and there far, there's there, no copy editors there are
1: far fewer editors that, that's yeah. that's the uh, um I I, I I was reading uh, yesterday in a major metropolitan newspaper i won't say which one and they were explaining about uh, daylight saving time coming up sure. and, uh, and how to do this, and it, and they, they did it in kind of a Q and A fashion, like yeah. like what what is this and when did it start and right. all this the history of it, and it said what is the reason for daylight saving time, and the answer was to increase the amount of sunlight in the northern hemisphere, and I went really. Well, we it still
0: have the same amount of sunlight. Exactly, Whether we have no, exactly. So we just have it at a different time.
1: That was the statement. It oh. will increase the amount of sunlight in the Northern Hemisphere. And I That's thought interesting. Did any editor see that? <laughs> I mean, it was, it's.
0: I don't know if someone living in Alaska went, no. re with that.
1: <laughs> but it, but it, but daylight saving time doesn't do that. No, you know, it's just the God change did of that. season. God, God did that because yeah. every, every day, right, whether you have daylight time or not, the days get
0: longer. And I don't the think God gets... debated whether you should start school at eight or eight <laughs> thirty in the morning. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's one of
1: those statements that was just clearly wrong, and maybe the maybe the writer actually believed that that's what happens. You know, perhaps, but, yeah. But. Um, the but cer- if
0: there's nobody there to hitch it. yeah, certainly
1: an editor would go. Oh, w- w- wait a minute! It <laughs> it 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 it, g- it gives an extra hour of sunlight at night, but it takes that hour away in the morning, so it's the same Correct. amount of sunlight. It's yeah. just <laughs> it's just spread out differently. Having th- been having been
0: born on June 21st, I oh know that really
1: <laughs> you're a, a solstice.
0: person. And I was born at seven p.m. Um, I was born at seven p.m. and it took. And I weighed seven pounds, seven ounces. How about that? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell that to everyone. Now I've told everyone. <laughs> you have. But um, yeah, so, uh, you know, and with RMA, it seems we, I think we do a pretty good job and we don't have well, a huge you, staff.
1: You don't have a huge staff, but the staff you have is very talented. Um, I'm really blessed Lynette to have Magneto some talented freelancers.
0: Yeah. We have a great advertising manager, mm-hmm. Anthony Joyce. Mm-hmm. The advertising part is very important. Well, you know. The
1: other thing is they've been with you for a long time. Yes. And that helps a lot.
0: Yes. And I haven't alienated them, so that's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> uh, but I also know we have limits, too, on what we can do. Sure. And um, so um, I think we didn't review some of the. Uh, March-April issue that people already received. I received it last weekend at home. And um, so it's, um, you know, not that all of our issues aren't informative and important, but this one's an especially important issue mm-hmm. uh, because it's about safe environment and what we're doing on our school, parish, and other um, campuses to make sure everybody knows that... Um, You earn the trust of people by being transparent and by taking policies and procedures very seriously. A lot of these have happened since 2002, um, since the US Bishop's Charter for Protection of Children and Young People. Bishop Soto has a very important letter in our magazine, which I believe was read or shared at Masses at, at last Masses. weekend. And,
1: and you, let's let's point out, let's be very clear, Bishop Soto always has a very powerful and interesting column. That column is still there. Yes. But we're talking about on the next page, uh, a letter, Dear Friends in Christ. Yes. Uh, about uh, the... the 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 lawsuits and the abuse and right. and, and etc and what and, might
0: be you know some possible scenarios down the line nothing's definite but and i it's important uh most people that they did and were in their parishes last weekend or this coming weekend we'll have that share it with them either red from the pulpit are made available to them and of course uh, we're mailed out to about 44,000 households so okay. um, and Bishop is our publisher and I think uh, people uh, should realize that this is not an easy topic to talk about but he made sure Bishop Soto is very very concerned about this being transparent and out to uh, the faithful uh, so people know about this ahead of time there's not you know, there's not too many surprises well, he, down he, the road. He, he
1: pulls no punches at all. Yeah, uh, he, he and he spares spares nothing in terms of of t- just telling it like it is. This is the, this is the the situation we're in. It's our own fault. We're trying to do what's right here we're not going to fight any of this we're going right. to we're going to try to do right
0: by all these victims it's very it's very powerful yeah and and um. and we do have a video too on the diocese website it's on the home page right now so bishop actually uh reads his letter some people want to just watch it right um uh, and it's not it's going to be there it happens to be on the home page right now right. but you can always access anything that question answers are on there? I'm not going to go over all of them, as it's a pretty lengthy right. thing and a lot of le- lease And well, I'm not, and there, there I'm not the, qualified in, like to say, in addition be an expert. To,
1: in addition to the 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 bishop's letter, um, uh, I mean, just to just to talk about some of the the it's it's Q and A. Q&A, yes, but it's it's posed. You know, how how can there be so many new cases? Who will pay for the claims? Uh, can the diocese pay for these claims will the diocese have to file for bankruptcy on and on and and on um where all these questions are addressed i mean they're raised yes and and then and then addressed so there's uh, it's reading it's necessary reading for all of us
0: well and i also saw most have reached on tv and that and it's you know, um I went really, really encourage the faithful to if this how handout is available at your parish or it may be rent from the pulpit, you can ask that you know, for a copy of it or a lot of parishes I know provided copies of it for people to take. Uh, and we have it on our website. You can read the whole thing if you're a magazine uh, subscriber, receiving your home, there it is. At me has the what reports I saw. Uh, in the B and yesterday or uh, yeah yesterday I'm sorry Tuesday and uh also I believe there were reports on channel 10 mm-hmm. 13 3 I even heard a short report going home on a on Tuesday night so it's out there but you know if you just read it from the secular media you're in a, in a very quick quick Overview. Right. You're not in in, in depth, and, and, and gonna I, gonna I think Catholic faithful who yeah. donate to our parishes and the annual Antlet meal and everything, this spells it all out.
1: Yeah, and, and they're going to so. focus on abuse, bankruptcy, insolvency, that kind of thing. And it, it's it's soundbite journalism, which is what TV news is. Yes. You know, and they're, you're not going to get the in depth that and and really understand what's going on but you will reading this yeah. in the herald i mean there's... and we
0: we plan this issue you know about two three months I, right. uh, people aren't familiar when you do a magazine i'm right now i'm having a meeting next week to plan our june july issue right. so i'm sorry uh july august so these things don't it, you know turned out in just a couple of days right. there we really try and make it um uh, interesting reading for people, informative. Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, we have a, um, I did an interview yesterday, and we have an uh, a issue coming up May, June on faith and farming. And, you know, I don't think you're going to find anywhere about our stories about a ranch in Glen County, a livestock ranch, and... <laughs> Did I might have that changed our name to California Farmland, but I don't. we have many, many people, and what's the common element? They're all athletes.
1: Yeah, and they're they, all farmers. Yes. So did you interview St. Isidore?
0: No, no, no. He wasn't Saint available. St. Isidore the Farmer? <laughs> <laughs> I but, think
1: I think it's beautiful that the, the yeah. parish up in Yuba City oh, is right. named for St. Right. Isidore the Farmer. And it,
0: actually, it shows people what a diverse diocese uh, we have.
1: We have I, an amazingly really diverse think of diocese. Another,
0: diocese really across the country and there's some others that are rural suburban and but it's just uh when you know you it would take you days to drive to everywhere well, in our you, diocese
1: you, you, you take 20 counties so just geographically it's huge uh, these are not small counties either they're, no. they're, they're huge and and then you take the the, the, the giant city sacramento the capital yeah. city and the biggest state in uh, not biggest physically but population wise in the country and and then you you go to like uh modoc county right which is about as rural as you can get you know like half a person per acre or something like that um really where there's a lot of sagebrush where it's freezing cold in the winter and uh a way different way of life well
0: yesterday i was on oose haven road outside Mm -hmm. off of state highway 113 i was only 45 50 minutes from sacramento but i was out there with the windmills and sheep and cattle and i was you know
1: far no you don't have
0: to go far in either any direction it's sort of beautiful actually and and the thing that's just it is beautiful astounding i know uh, when when my
1: wife's uh, Family will visit from Montana or Wyoming and you go for a ride. The thing they notice is there's not a scrap of land that is not cultivated. <laughs> uh, it, it's on both sides of the road any rural road there's there's alfalfa and there's almonds and there's hops, you know, uh, hops every, yeah. and, <laughs> and corn and uh, wheat and uh, just just everything uh, yes. pistachios walnuts it's just amazing yeah. the bounty people think of california and they think of hollywood and they think LA of la or la san francisco and freeways yeah. and things and they they don't realize the the amount of uh, uh, taking a well, ride.
0: Well, agriculture would be our number one business, oh, wouldn't it? Easily, oh, way uh, over anything uh, else.
1: Easily, absolutely. Yeah. And and the, uh, I'm my wife and I took a ride the other day and through some of the almond orchards in full bloom. Oh yeah, it looked like it snowed.
0: Yeah, uh, when well, we uh, went up Highway 113 yesterday sure. south from Dixon. Yeah, just like this hold and everything we've had, it's wild out there. Yeah, yeah. they all bloom almost
1: at once. Yeah, you know. Not,
0: but this whole weather, the bees don't like that. No, they don't you like that. You see it. all the bee boxes like the out there, they don't like those. They don't they like, like sunshine. the cold,
1: and they don't like the wind. Yeah, I actually yeah. took beekeeping in college. Oh, you do? Know? Best, <laughs> best, best class I ever oh, gosh. took from kindergarten to to, through college, was uh-huh. beekeeping with all the we stuff own, on you. We had our own hive. Oh, it, gosh. it was it was both a classroom and then a lab. Yeah. And every student had their own hive. Oh wow! And if if you if you don't think God had a hand in that, it's just <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, honeybees, they're they're yeah. amazing, and yeah. they actually make a food product. <laughs> yeah. I I don't. You know, and and we steal it from them.
0: <laughs> and we steal True. We from them. You know,
1: it's it's kind of interesting.
0: And we help takes away our allergies. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and it's and it's absolutely
1: delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just so right. delicious. Right, right, raw, right from the bees. You know, yeah. it's it's very strange.
0: Yeah. Well, um anyway, I really encourage people to read this issue. We have a, I know you've talked to Anita Schloman, our safe environment coordinator. She has a two page special report that boy will be, are we lucky
1: to have her. Oh my she, gosh. Yeah, yes.
0: Yeah. To um and we have some new things in the magazine actually. This uh issue is a lot about safe environment and protecting children and how and you know, how we can create a community of trusted adults. And um, we also have a new um, column in this issue called Teens Living Well, and uh, that's from Faith Atlet And uh, the title of this particular one is Keeping God Present in Your Mental Health. Mm -hmm. And probably people realize it, but maybe not everyone, but during the pandemic and even starting before, the rates of mental health issues among teens... And um, the rate of suicide
1: among teens yeah. and everything yeah.
0: has on off the charts.
1: Well, when the and therapists
0: and other people that they reach out to help for and parents reach out to yeah. are unavailable yeah. a lot at well, many we, times. We, when the
1: pandemic started, we had four teenagers living at home. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them have now gone off to college. Four teenagers in the house, all in high school, or, or even junior high school, right? And the differences in terms of how they responded to this because you know some of them you know were very social they really missed their friends and you think oh you're home all day you can go hang out with your friends no, you couldn't go hang out with your friends no no you couldn't yeah. go to a movie you couldn't go to a ball game you couldn't because they didn't exist they wouldn't those that existed didn't allow any any, right. any attendance and
0: everybody doesn't do the earnest on online or no, learning no and
1: some some of our kids thrived and some of them really didn't you yeah. know, and, and it was, and, and then you hear these stories and, and people trying to, you know, call hotlines and everything else. And, and it just, they're overwhelmed, mm-hmm. you know, well, we can give you an appointment in two months kind of thing. Right. You know.
0: Or even if you, in an appointment, you will in another one or two months. Exactly. So yeah.
1: it's, it's, it has been a really yeah a really tragic situation so i
0: hope people will read some of our new homes. we also we have one pretty regularly in uh, uh called parenting and this time the top is digital discipleship for hints what does that mean um the things that you have to look out for that was another thing that our hints are very exposed to in a different way than i was growing up certainly and um So these are all things that and we also have a row column, which usually deals with spirituality. And the title is share your stories of encountering Jesus with young people. Mm. And I think, um, um, you know, that's one of the important things that young people know that they can come to their parents and talk to them about anything and that parents can share that you know life is a lot of ups and downs and if you don't have jesus or faith in your life it makes it a lot more difficult no, to deal you know, with the ups and downs
1: with uh, i have six kids and they uh, are as, just as different as you know one crop to another you know they are they are every one unique as as god made them and they've all had their problems and they've all had their issues and they, you know, and they continue even, in even adulthood, they're going to call you on the phone and, and want to discuss something. And, but their their lives are very, I'd say very normal mm-hmm. and, and yet very extraordinary. And, yeah. and yet I've, I've always told them from as young as they could understand it, that mom and dad. Are going to be your best friends. I know we're not trying to be their best friend. No, but that
0: comes later on. Yeah, but, yeah. When, <laughs> when you have
1: a, when you have a problem, when you have you know you you hear this in the abortion debate. People say, "Well, uh, if if it could can't tell their parents about being pregnant or something wrong with that relationship." Well, you can say that, but even the best kid. Doesn't want to disappoint their parents. Sure, you know, and so they they hide it. Or and I always say, if 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 uh, I don't ever want you to get in a car or be at a party and like you're in college and people drink and you know and don't you ever get in a car in that state whether it's the driver or you or anybody else. Yeah. I don't care if you're on the moon, I will come pick you up. Yeah. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to you know, don't do these things. Trust your trust your mom and dad because right. we have your best interest in mind, but included right. in that conversation is Jesus, is God. You know, that 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 you can, you know, you think mom and dad love you. Guess who loves you more? Mhm. You know, and yeah. guess who you can turn to, right? And always turn to them. And so I, I'm, I'm really uh, this is a, this is a great column.
0: Yeah, so I, I hope uh, it's all informative. We also have I did an interview. I think I mentioned it last time with Hera Morales, who's a professional clinical counselor. All she does now is work with parents and teens mm-hmm. about you know how and they communicate better, uh, how uh, parents and you know, talk with your kids every day. Know what's going on. Uh, same things that you have mentioned here. Know that your parent is the one is and to have your back. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Uh, and, fortunate, and unfortunately, we have a lot of kids now that are being single-parented, um, maybe in foster care, or, not or even, or just parented. with their foster parents yeah, yeah. who do a fabulous job. Yeah. So... um Anyway, I, I really encourage people to read this. Again, we have the digital. If you don't receive an imprinted uh, version, we have the digital edition. And that you can go back and read all the digital editions at scd.org uh, forward slash herald. And so we've got this. You can go on your computer and read the digital edition. That's one of the great things about the magazine. Uh, with the newspaper, we can always have people go back. And, and read I, I, the whole thing
1: i i know you also have a, a story that you did uh that included uh you know the uh jen scully uh yes long time yeah editor.
0: she's chair of our independent review board mm-hmm. if people don't know what that is it's a group of professionals catholics from various different backgrounds mental health um child abuse um uh the legal profession just a whole bunch yeah. of different people that... Really um,
1: outstanding people. Yeah,
0: who advise MISHOP um, on any time... Uh, well, first of all, they review our policies and procedures right. for safe and, environment. they're giving
1: they, carte blanche no holds barred. Don't, oh, right. You know, uh,
0: MISHOP uh, is not there for their yeah. meetings. It's independent. Any allocation that's credible that comes in, they see the investigation on it. Um, You know, so they are the ones who ultimately it's bishop who decides whether somebody lay or religious is credible for ministry or not but they review everything um so um um anyway yeah that was a great story i taught the three members of our independent review boards Jan ellie royce who is our retired Sacramento County District Attorney as of a few years ago, Lindsay Gabe, Lopez Gabe and Michelle a, Mel,
1: Mills. Yeah, and Gabe has informed me that uh, Jan Scully will be on next oh, week. Oh, okay.
0: So. Well, then I'll let her speak to it. Yeah, I look, I look forward to— I'm a uh, generalist, as you know. I look f- I'll, I'll give you the overview, and then you need to talk to the experts. Yeah, I look forward to yeah. interviewing
1: her. I've, yeah. I've never had the pleasure of interviewing her, but yeah. i certainly followed her career. Yeah, had,
0: great. Yeah. Okay. And, well, and Bob, you, you, are you. you
1: off to a meeting to discuss July, August already?
0: No, probably next week. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm always kind of like looking towards the next issue. Do you do you put in your own mind?
1: Oh, like do you, you have things that okay? There's there's a, this theme we haven't hit yet, or there's a theme that oh, sure. we need to re-hit. Or... Yeah,
0: I I would give with my recommendations on that to Bishop. So a little bit like
1: Hunt. like. Uh, Macy's deciding about their Christmas display in July, right?
0: You, <laughs> well, not quite like that way, far ahead. You've got to think way ahead. And luckily, journalism's my aim, so it's a, But but dressing up the store windows is not my aim.
1: <laughs> Julie, thank you. Thanks okay. you, all do. Okay, thanks Appreciate so it. much. God bless. That's uh, Julie Sly, editor of the Catholic Herald, and again, uh, very very important. Um, read uh, read read all of it. Read all of it because you'll you'll learn a a whole bunch of but uh, uh, read uh, the bishop's letter. Dear friends in Christ, if you haven't already read the section on the question and answers, owning and atoning for the sin of clergy abuse uh, read uh, Katita Schloman, the uh, Safe Environment Director, read her column, read read all of that. Um, it's, it's really a powerful, powerful issue, and it'll explain everything that's going on right now. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Bishop's Hour. Right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at their thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Four seven two zero, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Heights. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and longstanding support of the Bishop's Hour. This is James McCormick, President and CEO of the Sacramento Choral Society and Orchestra. You're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning. Thanks, James. Thanks for that uh, great uh, introduction. And thanks for all that the uh, Choral Society and Orchestra does. Some, some just beautiful performances uh, that uh, we can all all uh, relate to. And especially, I, I love their, their Christmas concert, where they uh, uh, just uh, c- conducted by Don Kendrick and just, just great, great stuff the Choral Society and Orchestra does here uh, throughout the Sacramento region. Well, we're pleased to uh, welcome in uh, Gail Davenport... From uh, uh, Lincoln, from our, our great uh, St. Joseph's in Lincoln. Uh, Gail, good good day, good good to have you good, on the program. Good day to you too, Bob. Thanks, thanks so th- thanks so much for joining us. Um, you got a big event coming up during Holy Week.
2: We do. Uh, the church has been really trying to uh, expand our Holy Week experience and the. the I want to say the last several years, but we had a couple of years off because of COVID. Right. Uh, we've been fortunate to have um, one of our deacon's wives take charge of presenting the Living Last Supper, which is just a wonderful uh, way to uh, experience Wednesday of Holy Week, the night before the Lord's Supper. So uh, the, way, the way this, the, uh, I want to call it a play, because that's pretty much what it is, uh, it starts off with a, uh, a reenactment of Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper. So you see all of the characters, that's the way it opens. You see all the characters sitting there at the table with Jesus, frozen in time. And one by one, each gets up and tells his story of his experience with Jesus, which is all biblically based. And uh, there's a beautiful musical score that accompanies it and the narration. And uh, it lasts about an hour. And it, it was such a wonderful hit last year uh, that nobody wanted to leave. Hmm. Everybody uh, just wanted to hang out and talk about it and reenact and retell and all this kind of stuff. So... Um, this year, we're having a uh, res- ref- refreshment um, um, take place, which is kind of like a potluck, mm-hmm. and that's going to be in our family center, which was uh, just completed before COVID, so it hasn't had all that much use yet. So, and, uh, so uh,
1: kind of a, a Last Supper after the Last Supper, except you're hoping it's not the Last Supper. The Last Supper,
2: yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> just food after the Last Supper. Yes, that's, and, uh, that's great. The admission is free, and uh, if people want to make a donation, though, uh, that money will go to a woman's friend pregnancy resource center. Oh, excellent!
1: And- excellent. Yes.
2: yes.
1: So, are, is this a traveling show, or is, are these twelve people? Are they are they all parishioners? How who is who is no, in this? This, this?
2: this was amazing. The, the woman who began it, she said. Uh, she was going to let the Holy Spirit decide who the cast was. Mm-hmm. And so she, she didn't put out any kind of a notice for people to try out or anything like that. She just kind of wandered around the church at different uh, masses and sat there and prayed on it. And she opened her eyes and, well, lo and behold, Nathaniel would be standing before her. So she'd go in front of this stranger, virtually a stranger, and explained what she was doing, and said that she wanted him to play Nathaniel, and on and on and on, until the whole cast was was, uh, done. And she had gotten all these people who had never before acted to agree to come to be part of this. And uh, after a lot of practice, and uh, getting some people over their shyness, and praying for that, uh, it turned out to be a wonderful, wonderful event.
1: Wow. You should take it on the road.
2: <laughs> she should, yeah. But it's a, it's a lot of work. And, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of time commitment for the people just to practice enough to be ready for it when the time comes. Were any but, of these people
1: uh, professional actors?
2: None. Nobody had ever acted before. Wow. That, that was the amazing thing. Now, this year we have two, four different people because. Others that were here before aren't here any longer for one reason or another or can't do it. And so, uh, but, but the cast is basically the same with the exception of four people. We do have a different Jesus this year. But the, the Jesus that we had other years actually spoke Aramaic. He was from that area. Oh,
1: wow. So that
2: was, uh, that was kind of a special treat. But uh, uh, I understand that this one is really powerful as well, so...
1: Well, and at um, every um, at um, every mass you have at St. Joseph's in Lincoln, you get the real Jesus.
2: We do. You do. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> we all okay. do. <laughs> we all do. Yeah.
1: Right. It's, wow. This is. Uh, I'm. I'm just fascinated with this. It's going to be Wednesday of Holy Week, which is April the fifth at six p.m. Uh, St. Joseph's 5th. is at two eight zero Oak Tree Lane in the beautiful city of Lincoln.
2: Right. And it's easy to find and easy to get to. Uh, so uh, we're just hoping that we'll have a big turnout from parishes other than our own, just because it's, just, it's such a, a special thing and a wonderful event. And, uh, you know, Holy Week is something that we build up to, and this really does add to that building up. Until we actually get to
1: Good Friday and Holy Saturday, and of course, Easter yeah, Sunday. you know, Wednesday is the logical day because we, we have all kinds of things going on. You know, Holy Thursday, the Last Supper, right. uh, Good Friday, right. of course, and then Holy Saturday, and then Easter Sunday. So you, most of the days of Holy Week are, are already accounted for, but Wednesday's wide open. Um, right. And, and that's just, this is what a beautiful. Uh, so how many how many actors total are in this?
2: Well, we have the twelve disciples, mm-hmm. and then we have Jesus, and so thirteen. Wow, thirteen, yeah.
1: I'm just I'm 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 stunned. And
2: then the narrator, and uh, mm-hmm. then we have a, a, a beautiful our, our musical director does the the music for it, and uh, she's just a wonderful piano player and singer. So uh, she uh, takes care of that part of it, and uh, it's uh, each um, segment of it has a particular musical score that fits in between that really enhances it.
1: So who who wrote the dialogue for each person?
2: Uh, you know, I, I don't know. But it's something that was, she didn't do it. It was something that was already um mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, Something that was available,
2: and, yeah. And copyrighted and all that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that's available.
1: Are you aware of other parishes that have done this?
2: No, but I I did see um, a video of it once where somebody had done it. And uh, I really, um, I I think I watched it because it was one of the years that we couldn't watch it, you know, because uh, they were just ready to do it when the church got shut down in 2020. And uh, so I think it was that year I was really especially missing all the things that uh, Holy Week meant, you know, because it was kind of ripped out from under us. And uh, I think I did watch it on the YouTube, and but I did I couldn't help but compare that production to ours and mm-hmm. found ours much better. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if, if somebody really would like to see it and can't come, it is going to be live streamed.
1: Oh, how wonderful.
2: Uh, because we we still have um, three daily masses a week Monday Wednesday and Friday mm-hmm. and uh, our Sunday morning eight o'clock mass are still being live streamed uh, which most of, everything was being live streamed during COVID but uh, that's being live streamed and that's really easy to find on YouTube it's you, you just spell out the words Saint Joseph Lincoln Ca and uh, you'll find it on YouTube.
1: Oh, very good, very good.
2: So that's that's really easy. But I sure would like it if you can make it, Bob.
1: Well, I'm gonna you. I'm circling the date right now.
2: Oh, it would be wonderful to have you there.
1: So it is again uh, April 5th, a Wednesday, the Wednesday of Holy Week. Everybody knows uh, Holy Week, and it right. will start at six o'clock, and it it is going to be followed by a potluck, and yes. uh, so, you know. Come for the performance and stay for dinner.
2: That's right, and you, you don't have to bring any money if you don't want to.
1: Yeah, and uh, you, uh, again, give give the organization that will, if anybody yes. wants to make a donation, that will be the recipient.
2: Okay, it'll be a Woman's Friend Pregnancy mm-hmm. Resource Center, and that's Yuba City, and uh, it's, a, it's a resource center for women who... Uh, think they might be pregnant and really aren't prepared for it. Mm-hmm. They have uh, counseling and they have uh, ultrasounds. Uh, if people are choosing to keep their baby, they have uh, baby clothes and items up to age 24 months. Wow! So they, they don't just uh, help a person through the pregnancy. They're there afterwards as well. Right. So it's very different in that aspect from other uh, pregnancy centers.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Gil, thanks for uh, for uh, anything I didn't ask you that you wanted to add? Um, I don't think. I think
2: that I pretty much covered it all.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Again, April that's, 5th, 6 p.m., 280 Oak Tree Lane, St. Joseph's Parish in in Lincoln, California. Uh,
2: Have you been to church, by, by the way? Excuse me? Have you been to our church?
1: Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. Oh, okay. I, most. Okay. I think I've been to most, if but not all of the parishes in the diocese of Sacramento. Uh, um, both as both as a kid traveling with my folks, you know, uh, we'd go uh-huh. on weekend things, camping trips and things, and Dad always knew where Mass was, you know, and we would always go. Um, uh, and and then yeah. just uh, now, of course, uh, being on on the bishop's hour. Uh, anytime we go through uh, a, a small town in Northern California in the Diocese of Sacramento, we're gonna we're gonna go find the church, and, yeah. uh, and but believe it or not, you know the most popular name for a church in the Diocese of Sacramento by far is Saint Joseph. I know that there yes, are a sir. whole bunch of Saint Josephs. In. I know that. I was in Saint Josephs in Waikika one time, so. Saint Joseph is everywhere.
2: (laughs) Well, the year that uh, the bishop uh, gave us uh, a, uh, it's like a pilgrimage where he would set up all of these different churches. Right, right.
1: Yes, yes.
2: My my husband and I did that.
1: Oh, how wonderful!
2: Completed every one of them. That's uh,
1: that's uh, wonderful.
2: It was all the way up to Susanville on one end and Mm -hmm. uh, Fort Jones on the other. So it was it was a wonderful experience.
1: Yeah, 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 that's, yeah and uh, yeah. There's Saint <laughs> Joseph. is all over. So seeing seeing all of them. That 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 must have been uh, uh, a wonderful experience. It was.
2: It was. Yeah. Well, Gail, thank you for well, nice. thank nice you, for, you
1: for for joining us, and I greatly appreciate the the time you you're putting into this. And I know you're going to have a huge crowd there on uh, oh, uh, Wednesday, my April fifth. Nice. Well. Great. All
2: right. I hope see you there
1: thanks so much gail god bless okay that's uh, gail davenport who's uh, uh helped to organize this this wonderful last supper uh living representation of leonardo da vinci's last supper one by one each of the disciples comes alive and shares his personal experiences with jesus it's accompanied by a beautiful musical score um it's from the the last supper is told in the Gospel of Mark. Admission is free, but donations are accepted, and will go to the uh, 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 pro-life charity woman's friend up in Yuba City. Uh, That's going to do it for us for today. Thanks for listening. God bless everyone. We'll talk with you again soon. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, They continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. 4600 and we uh, are are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, long-standing support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town
3: joy of the Lord is our strength. We bow down and worship Him now. How great